to the Good Ish People podcast. I'm Jackie Pruitt. I'm Hannah Jones. This is a podcast where we talk about things that are sometimes hard, sometimes funny, sometimes awkward. All the while, we're just trying to be good people. But let's be real. We're always just good-ish. Emphasis on the ish. Am I right, Hannah? You're so right. Uh, Beyond right. Uh, Join us today as we laugh, cry, and snort our way through our life's most pervasive and relatable conversations, which this week is about Thanksgiving. We'll dive into uh, our personal stories, traditions, and also what we're thankful for this year. And yeah, just wanted to celebrate the holiday with you guys. We did want to go ahead and disclaim up front, this holiday is really complicated. And we agree with the fact that it's complicated. Uh, There's some really sad history in our country when it comes to the Native Americans. And it it's really heartbreaking, honestly. And yeah, it's, um, it's, 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 it's such a tragedy. It's horrible. It is. It really is. And I um, we just wanted to, to acknowledge that up front and say that we're with you and acknowledging that and understand that this holiday is not without flaw. However, it is a really great opportunity every year to step back and think about what you're thankful for. And then even beyond that, just spend time with family and understand all the the blessings that you have in your life. Um, and even, you know, drive some people to go give and have, you know, think about charity and, and <clears throat> a lot of really good things. So even though it has um, some pretty sad origins and some pretty bleak origins, it has created a good day of Thanksgiving and remembrance. Yeah. And getting together and being with the people that you love and um, just appreciating one another and uh, eating a lot of food. That's honestly (laughs) the best part. I mean, being thankful is like cool and stuff, but it's the food. (laughs) Okay. Straight out of the gate. I know we're supposed to talk traditions and what we've enjoyed over the year and how those have changed, but I think we need to talk about our favorite food like coming out. I agree. And I'll also throw out there that we are going to skip our uh, highs, our goods and our issues just because we're recording the same week as our last episode. So there's really not been much and we want to get straight into Thanksgiving because candidly, Jackie and I have to get to a wedding. So we do. And I have not done my makeup and half of my hair is curled. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Half of my hair is curled. I don't have any makeup on my face and that's life, I guess. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's hilarious. I'm glad you acknowledged that because I was not even thinking about goods and issues. I was just jumping right into the food. I think because I'm hungry too. Dude, me too. Well, I am and I'm not. I've my medicine, well, it's either my period. I can't quite tell if it's hormonal or because my medicine increased, but I just have been like super nauseous recently, but I know I need to eat. You know what's interesting? I ask, ask Ned, he can vouch for me. I have felt nauseous almost after everything I eat. Like it's the weirdest thing. I'm like, I feel like I'm in a season, you know, yeah. there's some seasons where you just, you just don't feel well. Like you're like, yes. Oof. like nothing sits right with me. Really? The only things that sit right with me are very bland and not seasoned pasta, rice, bread. That's fine. Carbs. Yep. Anything else yep. makes me feel so sick. That's so interesting that we're both experiencing this because the only thing I'm craving to eat right now is is exactly what you just described. I love seasoning and things, but sitting here right now thinking about eating something that's not bland is like making me sick yeah, thinking about it. It's gross. And it's been like that for a while. So I don't really know what it is. I'm sorry you're experiencing that too, but- until then, we'll be eating bread and mm-hmm. pasta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, good luck to us as we enter Thanksgiving, you know? <laughs> uh, At least the food. some Thanksgiving foods are sort of bland, honestly, because like, 
Americans aren't one like t- historically mm-hmm. to spice things up too much because we come from a uh, British heritage, most of us. Um, and we all know that the Brits don't use seasoning. <laughs> yeah. I would much prefer to have tandoori chicken on Thanksgiving than I would a turkey personally, but me too. Me too. No, I love turkey. I do um, as well. So yes. Speaking of Turkey, I love the idea to get straight into our food. What is your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Ooh, okay. So I really like macaroni and cheese a lot, but you have to do it right. I mean, you have to season that really well and like my ideal macaroni would have definitely some like spice in it like some hot sauce or some red pepper flakes okay um but usually just I have to add those after the fact so I love macaroni and cheese but I will say I'm a big stuffing person oh yes um, or dressing um either or whichever you would like to call it but I'm really picky with my stuffing I prefer it to be I guess I guess it's the one that's dress uh, dressing then stuffing is when you actually bake it in the turkey I, yeah, I think everybody still calls it stuffing, but you're correct. That's how it's supposed to be made. I don't know if I've ever had it made like that, though, to be honest. Where's more bready? Well, no, no, no. When it's made in a turkey. Oh, oh, I have. And it, it's really It's really soggy. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> nasty. Ow. Yeah. That one I'm not as like big of a fan of. I'd rather have dressing. So not baked in a turkey, but I'm really particular about my um dressing because back in the early 2000s my Mimi made this amazing dressing that was like an Italian dressing so it was almost like homemade rolls okay baked in a dish with like some greens some oh gosh what else I don't I can't remember but it was so good like like to this day nothing has topped it um but when I look at Thanksgiving like as a whole I'm actually not a big fan of like the Thanksgiving meal I think a lot of people agree with you. I just like it kind of like grosses me out, honestly. I feel gross after it's I feel gross when I'm eating it. And most of the time it's like I'm I'm with like this sounds really harsh, but like I'm with people that like their cooking I'm is like where this is going. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like uh like sometimes I'll be like with you know, it's like I not that I'm like a picky eater or anything, but sometimes I don't like the way people season food and I'm just like, ugh, like I don't wanna eat, like I just feel sick. I'm like, I don't wanna eat this. I think that's completely fair because Thanksgiving is a day where you're expected to cook no matter how good you are at it. So everybody is out there (laughs) making things and most of us are unqualified to do so. So like it just, that's, that is a shared experience across all of America. I would imagine just like the wrong hands cooking your meal. (laughs) Yeah. And you're just like, Ooh, and you, and then you, you know, you, you have to eat it because you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Correct. You know, I, I always like my strategy is getting very like little bits of each thing. And then like, if I really like something, I'll go back and get more. But the majority Mm. of the time I'm like, Hmm. (laughs) That's incredible. I, I think that's a good strategy though. If you're at a family Thanksgiving, that's not that, you know, it's not the same dish you eat every year. Cause I think for the majority of my life, I've had the same dishes for most years. We'll get into that later with traditions. But so, so I go in with a pretty good knowledge of like, eat this, not that, um, and kind of have figured out what I really like and what I don't. But it, if you're in a new environment or somebody's trying out a new recipe, that's a gamble. Ooh, and it's I all know. pretty beige too. Like you gotta be careful. And it all looks the same most of the time. Same yeah. Color. That's when it's like, oof. That that beige look, though. It's Ooh. too much. <laughs> I, I'm with you. you. Yes. So my favorite 
all time Thanksgiving dish is sweet potato casserole. Mm, So I could eat that all the time because it's dessert. I mean, the way we make it and I'm, I'm usually the one to make it in my family, but with the recipe we've been using forever is sweet potatoes, obviously use the canned yams. Mm. And then, uh, you use like, a nut cinnamon brown sugar crumble on top. And then when it's baked, it sinks into the sweet potatoes. So we don't do the marshmallow kind, which I also like, but it's really like kind of hearty with the nuts on top. I think it's walnuts and then very sweet with the brown sugar. And I'm just Mm. a huge fan of brown sugar flavor. I like when it's crisped. Yes. Like like, like it's like a little bit, not burnt, but it's a little crunchy on the top. That adds a nice little uh, spice to the dish. It does. It makes it richer in texture too, which sets it apart from some of the other things on the plate, which is nice uh, because otherwise it is kind of the same texture as mashed potatoes. So uh, that is my favorite dish. And it's partially because, I mean, I don't eat it any other time, but Thanksgiving. So I look forward to it every year. I also enjoy mac and cheese. Mm. Uh, But honestly, mac and cheese that's baked in the oven is not my favorite. And Mm. that's how it was made at my grandma's house growing up. And it's my dad's favorite way to make it. So oftentimes we make it like that. Although I think the past couple of years we've done more standard mac and cheese, Mm. which is what I prefer. Uh, I do too. Like, like, do you mean like on the the stove or crock pot? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think we've used the stovetop because the crock pots for the creamed corn. Yes, I am very, my family is Southern. So we make creamed corn every year and it is delicious. But the older I get, that was probably my favorite thing when I was a kid, creamed corn, going to my grandma's house, my North Augusta grandmother. And um, we got some pretty Southern dishes there that we wouldn't get with my mom's side of the family that's from the North. And I loved that dish. But again, as I get older, it's, it's almost like too rich now so Mm -hmm. I only have a little bit of it but that was made in the crock pot over the last couple of years so I I believe that the crock pot was busy so we made the mac and cheese on the stove oh my gosh Mm, yeah man Mm. one of my one of my favorite things about mac and cheese to do um is putting smoked gruyere yes always a gouda with a sharp cheddar and so you have this smorgasbord of cheeses with like these little shell noodles mm, yes and oh it just sits in there for for like a day and it congeals and then you i love you and your congealed texture I, it's so funny to me. i love <laughs> congealed things but like specifically pasta when pasta is congealed i love it like i'll just let the macaroni and cheese just sit on the like even crafts just sit on the stove and then it gets like all like pushed together and it's not very saucy like i just love that kind of mac and cheese it's the texture thing yeah, it makes sense. I don't like it when it, well, I I don't dislike it when it's saucy, but I do like it when it sits for probably not as long as you would let it sit, but sits to where the sauce is evenly coated and staying on top of the mac and cheese because when it's too hot, the sauce runs off of the noodle. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, I'm here for the cheese. That's why I'm here. Yeah, so if I'm not getting the cheese, mm-hmm. uh, then cheese is important. Yeah, exactly. Cheese is integral to the dish, I would argue. It's in the name. It's in the name. And if I'm only getting the macaroni, then like, why didn't I just make butter noodles, right? Right, right. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Which I also like. (laughs) I also like those, but like, you know, it's you, you don't like butter noodles or I do do like, oh, I do too. Um, We used to eat them at my swim meets in the summer for like fuel. And they'd, the parents would just send us with a bag of buttered noodles to the bullpen. And we'd just have a plastic bag 
of butter feeding out of. That's amazing. <laughs> that sounds so, really yummy. Fond memories of, of buttered noodles. That sounds so good. Um, it's interesting. Do you um like so every year, are you like locked in on a dish where like they expect you, you said this, you know, you're in charge of making the sweet potato casserole. Is that like every year they know Hannah's making that? Like you're locked in depending on like what like y'all's family does. Um, yes and no. So we've had a lot of change over the years at Thanksgiving because about, gosh, how long have Daniel and Michelle been married? I think it's like eight or nine years. Mm. So when they first got married, that started to change things a little bit. I think that they actually are with us for Thanksgiving every year, but Andrew and Tara got married shortly after them and and they, they do every other year. And so it really just depends on who's showing up these days uh, because not everybody is there every year anymore. So like, for instance, I think it was last year and the year before that multiple of my siblings weren't present for Thanksgiving. So me and my sister were making the majority of the dishes and we trying to take it off my mom's shoulders because she doesn't like to cook and she cooked for me my entire life. So like I made, I think last year I made the mac and cheese exactly how you described it, by the way, I'm remembering I made Oh, that's what I made. That's a great. It was and delicious. Oh um, and that was either last year or the year mm. before. And then I, I do always make the sweet potato casserole for the most part, but we didn't start doing that until we started doing Thanksgiving at our beach house. Prior to that, I think we did a couple at home, but we spent the majority of my life going to my grandma's house in North Augusta. And when we went there, my mom would bring a red velvet cake she made every year. That's mm-hmm. like the, it's one of our favorites. It's so good. And that was her thing that she brought and maybe, mm-hmm. maybe some other things, but for the most part, we just showed up and we just like took advantage of everybody else and, and what they made for us. <laughs> That's amazing. So, yeah. And it was great. My, my grand, my grand, granddaddy used to fry a turkey and you know, that was always nice. Now we just buy honey baked ham and honey baked turkey. Mm-hmm. So it's pre-made and it's also Yummy. way better than any turkey that I can make. So it sounds um, really good. Yeah. And then last year we hosted Connor's mom at our apartment for Thanksgiving and she made some things, but I made a lot of stuff and so did Connor and just kind of a tag team effort. So, mm-hmm. uh, but I did buy the turkey from Honey Baked because mm-hmm. there's, we didn't have time to cook one or even try, uh, because we were at the beach with my parents right before. So mm-hmm. all that to say, it's been kind of a long journey of figuring out who does what and it's ever shifting. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? Yeah. It's kind of ever shifting too with my family. Um, so, uh, growing up we would do, mm, like in the mornings we'd go over to my, um, dad's mom's house and we would do like this big breakfast, Thanksgiving breakfast. And then we would do a mm. big dinner with my mom's Sounds parents, amazing. which was awesome. So we just did that every single year. And then now that everybody's older, everybody has families, like all my cousins do and stuff. Um, it's primarily just my mom. We just do stuff with my mom's parents. We meet a little bit with other cousins and do like a get together. But for the most part, dishes were pretty locked in with that breakfast. Like you knew who was making what. And then with the dinner, my like Mimi and granddaddy would always have like a menu and my mom would bring something. And I, I at that time too, like I, I mean, I, I wouldn't re- like, I would help with like my mom with the cooking, but I wouldn't yeah. like be making my own dish. Like, yeah. It would just depend on the year. Like she would make green bean casserole a lot of the time, mm. which is really good. Um, and now, though, every other year we go to a big cabin up in Lookout Mountain, Chattanooga with Ned's side of the family, his mom's side of the family. 
and everybody has a dish they make every year and once you pick that dish you're locked in oh like, wow you cannot that's intense like it's it, it, it so is. everybody in his family shows up every year every every yes every other year wow his family's lucky my uh, mom would kill for like straight up my mom would probably kill for that yeah <laughs> yeah it's like very consistent and once you get that dish like you're locked in which is like very honestly super organized yes that's helpful because it expectation setting you yeah. know exactly what you're supposed to do and there's no like am I doing enough but also it's like some years I'm like oh I really want a shot at that but like I I won't but then I'm like you know what if I really want to do that I can do that at Christmas time with my family or I can do that at Thanksgiving next year with my family and like yeah that's a good point um but it like what Ned and I will do every year is we'll make big batches of like Chex Mix like with the M&Ms and like you that you bake yep yeah Uh, that's not so good cinnamon glaze on yeah it's just so good um we'll do that and then I think this year we're going to just make like homemade bread and then just bring that so yum 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 yum. I'm getting getting hungry I'm at lunch yet I'm really hungry now that yeah we need to get now that we're talking about it yeah, we we need to put some food in our bellies. Um, hungry, and that's bro. becoming evident. Homemade bread was the first thing that I was like, yes, please. I need that in my life. Sounds like I need it, so And good. I need it now and I need it immediately. Yeah, I need it like <laughs> right away. Please, right away. Um, but yes, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving this year. What would you say you're thankful for this year? Um... Oh, excuse me. I just burped. Oh, you're good. You're good. <laughs> so I was, I was thinking, do we want to do some stories before we get into what we're oh, thinking yeah, for? Probably so. Probably so. Yes. So I know that Jackie and I were chatting before we got on and we were thinking about talking about some of the differences between Thanksgiving pre-marriage and post because yes. it really changes your rhythm. And I guess, um, I can start and just kind of walk through my history of Thanksgiving. So I already told you guys where I used to spend Thanksgiving, but I'll set the scene now. So growing up, we'd go to my grandma's house, as I said, North Augusta. And my dad's side of the family is the one from North Augusta, from Charleston and North Augusta. And it is like, it was, it's a huge, huge family on that side. So when we went there, it was like chaos and fun but me and my brothers are all shy so we just like hang out in the corner um, which would make my dad sad which I I feel so bad that we make him sad because we're not as outgoing and we need to put in more effort <laughs> I'll just say that uh but we would go there for like a week or two every year when we were little and then when we got older we'd just go for the day or you know overnight and spend Thanksgiving with my my huge family on that side. And we used to be able to fit in my grandma's house and it would just be like, you know, grab your plate and eat wherever you can find a seat. So everybody scattered over the entire house and then we outgrew it. And so we had to start using what they call the hut. <laughs> it's the just, hut. My, my uncle is a policeman out there and he, um, and he had the ability to rent out like a facility that's used for government events and things. And so we go there every year and it's this massive, um, massive open room. We do a huge dinner, uh, mid actually we do like a three o'clock, you know, eat in the middle of the day, kind of a, a lunch slash dinner. And we've done that since I was a kid, we still do it now. And it was just, you know, it's just like a huge, huge event with family and very fun. And because my grandma is very Southern and that side of my family is very Southern, it is full of delicious food with uh, no sparing of calories in the best way possible. Mm, that and, sounds so good. Oh, it's amazing. So many pies. I love, I forgot to mention that apple pie, pumpkin pie, all the pie is one of my favorite things about Thanksgiving oh. too. So although I, I have to be careful because I can fill myself up 
before getting to dessert. And that's always a huge bummer. So, um, uh, that's a note to myself this year uh, that my carry out is that I need to pace myself. Anyway, so great food from that side of the family. We stopped going there roughly 10 years ago, maybe, nope, probably less than that, probably like six or seven years ago when my parents bought a beach house in Florida. And we now go down there as a family and did Thanksgiving down there as a family for the past five or six years and would, you know, just spend the week together. But then it started to get complicated because as my siblings were getting married or, you know, having kids, it, it just started to really complicate things. And, you know, not all of us had time to take off from work or, you know, we need a PTO. So this year we're all just taking a vacation if we can make it. And then we're doing Thanksgiving on Saturday. So we'll be down there uh, and Connor's mom's going to come with us and um, we're going to just have a vacation and then we'll do Thanksgiving on Saturday. So pre and post marriage, I think the biggest difference for me was that I mentioned last year we came home from the beach on Wednesday so that we could host Connor's mom on Thursday. And I think that's just the biggest difference is you, you're obviously thinking for multiple families and, mm-hmm. um, Connor's an only child with a single mom. And I would, you know, feel, I, I don't feel it's ever appropriate for us to not spend a holiday with her. Uh, maybe, you know, I don't, I hope that doesn't change, but you know, things get complicated further down the road with kids, but that's, that's my ultimate heart for the situation is mm-hmm. that she not be alone. So we went home last year and that was super fun. We hosted Mike, our friend as well, oh, Mike. Just a good time. but this year she's coming to the beach with us and it'll be really fun. My family is a lot. We're like loud and talk over each other and we, you know, we're, we're not a very like proper family. So I'm a little curious how it's going to go. Cause My like I said, it's not either. Yeah. Like, at all. So yeah. I get you throwing in a parent of a single child and Connor is just like easy as a person. So he's not, you know, he's only one of him with his mom, but even then, like, he's just, he's just like chill. So I'm interested to see her in the environment with my family as she's been with my family before, but not for like a whole week. So Godspeed uh, to her and yeah. <laughs> to all of us. Uh, but great. my family is so much fun. So I'm looking forward to it. We're leaving tomorrow to go hang down there. Uh, so that's the biggest difference for us is just, you know, having to factor that in and it can mm-hmm. be a lot because there's, you know, travel involved or you're doing multiple family events in one day and it can be tiring. And I don't know, Yeah, I know it gets, you have to be more definitive with kids. So if we have kids one day, there's going to have to be more lines drawn in the sand. But until then, it feels like you have to cater to to both sides, which is fine because you love both sides, but it's complicated. Of course, of course. So talk me through pre uh, Jackie Long's Thanksgiving and Mm. Jackie Pruitt's Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I, I love, I'll say this quickly. I love how your family now has made it a tradition to go to the beach every year. I think that's so much fun. Um, and just a really great way to get away and to clear your head. And, you know, it's right before th- uh, Christmas is around the corner. So it's just like a good reset. That, that's why I'm glad that we, we have a break during the, the holiday that's coming up. And then it like allows us to rejuvenate before getting back and like having the rush of Christmas, being really busy. Um, and then jumping right into like the holidays that are in December. So it's just, um, it's just like a lot, but Uh, you know, I'm thankful for like time to slow down for sure. But 
growing up, um, and I know I mentioned this previously, it was always like same day, two events, dad's side in the morning, mom's side of the family in the evening. And so you kind of had like this three hour break between where you could go take a nap before you were ready to go to dinner. Um, and I loved Thanksgiving dinner because you, we would get all dressed up and it's just, it's just That's so fun. So fun. That's like so fun. have champagne and Ugh. like all, it's just, I, I like doing that kind of stuff. <laughs> yes. Please. You know, more especially. opportunities to get dressed up and wear champagne or, or drink champagne <laughs> or wear champagne. <laughs> both. both. You wear you champagne you while drinking want. champagne. You do anything you want. Um, and yeah, so that was, that, that was always something that I looked forward to. And I think that kind of as I went to college and started dating Ned, he started inviting me to his family's Thanksgiving. Um, And so I actually started going probably, uh, and it happens every other year. So probably when I was was sophomore, junior in college, I think I was a junior. I'm actually like, it's big of your parents to let you. My mom would have been like, absolutely not. You're spending time with the family, which is one of the reasons I love my mom. She's so protective of family time, which is really sweet. But also she would have said no to that. I mean, my, my, my parents are definitely like very chill, which I appreciate around holidays. They're That's pretty awesome. easygoing. Um, but I, you know, the, at that time they were definitely like, well, we'll do like a little mini Thanksgiving with you before you go with Ned's family. So they're just super understanding. And I've always appreciated that about them. Um, and of course, like, uh, as you know, the years go on, it's like, things will change at some point with when we can make things and when we can't make things. And, um, you know, Thanksgiving is an every other year kind of a swap. And like, for example, my parents are coming over to our house tomorrow to do like a chili thing. Um, since we won't be having Thanksgiving with them and we'll be going to Lookout mountain, but yeah, I think it's interesting pre and post marriage. Cause like it did change in that, you know, well, it was somewhat the same, like when we were, you know, in college and then you know but you know seeing each other back and forth but once you're married it's like there's an ex there are expectations yeah there really are and it's like really hard to manage expectations sometimes and I think the biggest thing is like just remembering it's like everybody it's all out of love like they want to spend time like at the end of the day I'm like oh you just want to spend time with me right and like that is really kind um but also like you know, there's that, I mentioned this like on the past three podcasts, but people pleasing is, you know, something that, you know, both of us struggle with. And totally. Well, and you want to be careful with family too, because you don't, I don't know, you don't want to make them think that you don't love them or don't want to spend time with them. It's, it's a precarious situation when it comes to family. Completely. And, you know, it's like the older we get, I think there's like more pressure because our lives are getting busier. And that's from, you know, can be from both sides in different ways. And I'm just trying to be like, if, you know, if I say, say something, Hey, like, you know, I'm just trying to be like more honest, but also really like loving in my response, be like, I love you and I care about you. But like, this is what's best for our family. Like, that's a hard thing to switch because it's like, you're going, and it's like easier now because, you know, we're just two people, right? With two dogs. So we can be like, oh, we love you guys. Like, we'll go, you know, see you guys whenever. And it's all of a sudden it's like, well, actually like, this is our unit. Like Ned and I are are like a fan. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to see it that way just because we're, you know, both really close with our family families. Yes. Um, so it's hard to establish like, oh wait, actually, like, oh, like what's best for us? Like it's time to start asking those things more so. Um, and it's hard to have those conversations, but 
Yeah. I mean, it's for sure hard. And I watched my my brothers that got married before me do that. And I think it's hard for them to tell their parents no. And there's also that feeling of, I want to be with my family, but I also Mm. can't. Like once you are an adult and if you are in a committed relationship or a marriage, you are committing to sharing your Mm. lives. So you have to be you can't be selfish with holidays anymore. And that's a really hard thing. That's been hard for me to learn. But it, I think that's why those conversations are particularly hard is because sometimes you actually want to be with your family, but mm-hmm. you have to set a boundary because you have your new unit. And and I watched my brothers do that. And it was obviously hard for my parents as well because they're having to almost mourn a season of 30 years where they had all their kids under one roof and it was simple and Mm. everybody was together. And the reality is that just can't happen again. And that is like, it makes me want to cry thinking about that, even though I'm so grateful to be in a marriage and to have my, my person that I can go into holidays with and be like, this person is my person. And I feel so protected and grateful for that. And I wouldn't have it any other way, but I, you know, you mourn the loss of childhood a little bit and it feels Mm -hmm. more, uh, if it just feels more present that morning at holidays because of all the memories and it just makes you feel a little bit more like a kid. And then you're like, wait, I'm not a kid. And I, and that's why holidays are now a little bit more, not a chore, that's not the right term, but there are obligations mm-hmm. because we're adults now and it's official that holidays yeah. are no longer for us to exactly. enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's just so different from when you're a kid and, you know, things were really consistent. And I think that I'm sure I'll have trouble one day, you know, if I'm a parent where, you know, I've spent 20, 30 years doing yeah. this tradition with my child and with my children or whatever. And then all of a sudden it's like that changes. I can only yeah. imagine how hard that is. So I'm trying to think about that. But then also I'm like, well, you know, things have to change. And And they do. I mean, that's just the nature of things. And, Mm -hmm. and, and what I can say from my experience is both parties, like my brothers and their families and my, my parents, you know, they adjust and it takes time, but you adjust. And now, you know, we've been doing Thanksgiving with my brothers being married for almost a decade. And at first that was really hard for me when I was still younger and single. I was like, I miss things the way they were. And I felt Mm -hmm. kind of how my parents did. And then, you know, we've been doing that for so long now that i like you adjust. So Mm -hmm. it's just hard to remember that things will eventually set once if you're, if you are clear and say, this is what I'm doing. And I'm, and like, it just is what it is because this is my, my family unit, my immediate family. And we're doing it this way, Mm -hmm. but it does eventually shake out. It's just, it takes a little uh, hardship (laughs) to get there. It does. It does. But yeah, it all, it all shakes out in the end and it all ends up being just fine. It's just, you know, doing, doing what's best. And I say, I don't have older siblings. Ned has an older sister. She's like paved the way for his side of the family. So it's like some of that pressure has been taken off, but then I'm doing it with my family. It's just, well, and some is taken off, but then some is also, if it's just one sister, I had three brothers get married and they all handled it differently, which allowed me to kind of be like, whatever I want to do, I'm going to just do it and tell my mom and like, let it be. Yeah. Uh, But if it's just one sister, there's almost pressure to just do what she did. I would bet. Yeah, I mean, it's because of expectation setting. It's not yeah. because anybody is trying to press the same thing on sure. you. I think you just adjust and you think they'll do it the same way. Like, yeah, not yeah. My mom even kind of did the same thing. She's like, "So you guys are doing every other year for Thanksgiving, like, Mom? How many times do I have to tell you? No, we're doing Thanksgiving with Janice every year." Uh, 
and like for the foreseeable future because I can't like Connor's her only child we need to be with her and she's like (laughs) which I understand because she loves me and and I'm like mom believe me I want to be with you guys too but anyway I do you did you experience that at all with Ned's family um you know hmm think about this I think it's it's more so like recently yeah a little bit of just going like hey like we 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 can't um last year we could do this like last year was more time this year it's not as much time here are things we're figuring out here are things we're working on um and so there's been like you just you know transparent conversations of like hey here's what we have to do and those are never easy because like you want to please everybody absolutely they're not easy for either party in the conversation no no they're they're it's not and so um it's not it's I think it's like less of a big deal with my family because my siblings are not married yeah. and you're not having to take into consider- consideration like other spouses other spouses families like that's yeah. when the stakes are higher and that's when yeah. feelings can get hurt and like on both sides and it's yeah. just how can we like put it out there talk about it because like we all love each other you know absolutely and I, I would say like we're doing like as best as we possibly can at it my myself and Ned but like also like Ned's siblings and we're all just hey let's talk about when we're all coming together on this day let's hear the dates like I've you know Ned's like here are the dates here's what we're doing um what do you guys think about this and then like just trying to be like communicative so like putting stuff in yeah. the text let's get this together and on honestly at the end of the day just like talking about it like months before and being like hey like, let's get ahead of this. Like, I don't want to surprise anybody. Like, how can we, how can we best, like, how can every, how do I put this? How can, I'm like, how do we make everybody happy? But yeah, well, how do you set expectations early enough that it allows people time to adjust before it actually happens? I feel like that's so important. Oh, precisely, precisely. Um, And so that's been like really great to just, um, you know, get that out in the open, everybody be really understanding of each other. Cause then it's like so much fun when we get together. Um, and you know, enjoy time spent and, you know, just be chilling and sitting by a fire and having some good food and stuff. So it'll be, it's going to be great. And it's just, sometimes it's like, it's just change always comes with, um, a little bit of an adjustment because it's change. Like it's just going to happen. And so, You know, I'm just th- I'm just thankful right now. You know, it's like it's easier because we don't have kids. But when we have kids, yep. I'm sure that will come. I'm just trying to like prepare myself mentally. Yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna be a big uh, a big change for sure. I mean, it was watching my brothers do it, and you know, it change is hard. And the thing with family is family is always complicated because it's the people you love the most, but it's also the people that know how to hurt you the most, and mm-hmm. because they know you the best. And it's just. It is always complicated, but the good thing about family is that we can always know, at least we're, we can be, I know both of us have families that love us so much that we know the foundation of everything is always love. And, mm-hmm. you know, it can go awry from there sometimes, but at least that's what it always simmers back down to, yep. which we can be grateful for and things that are ever changing. And yeah, preparing ourselves mentally for when we have kids to set the boundaries for their sake because I know my parents did that for us. And I was so grateful because we had some great holidays, great traditions, Mm -hmm. and they did the work in advance to set expectations there and were consistent with it. And that was really great for me growing up. They, they made holidays incredible. So I, I'm 
feeling good about us setting these expectations and adjusting yeah as time goes by (laughs) yeah because it happens and like our parents went through it too so it's just like exactly you know um everybody's gonna go through in some way shape or form because holidays aren't always gonna look the same because people grow they get older they acquire land or (laughs) (laughs) why that has sounded so weird of me to say they give each other a plot of land (laughs) they acquire land they (laughs) they what is wrong with me I just need food. I think that's a problem. I think my yeah, we need low. food. Um, well, <laughs> on that note, we're thankful for food because it nourishes our lives. So we'd like to shift into what we're thankful for this year. Oh, gosh. I'm thankful for foods because blood sugar goes up. Yeah, blood sugar is a problem. My, I become a monster when my blood sugar is low. And my mom would so always angry. be like, you're just like your dad because we, we get so hangry. And like it just is what it is. But at least mm-hmm. it's a good sign of like, I need to eat something. It's, yeah. it's a very clear trigger of like eat eat right now (laughs) your body's telling you something your body's like hey i need food and i need to function i've been watching house the tv show oh yeah back through i watched it as a kid and loved it and i've just had it on the background and it has me thinking about my body and how like everything it's amazing that it works every day without massive problem and i've been thinking like oh yeah i that's what food is for it's nourishment like obviously i know that but sometimes when my blood sugar drops and i'm not thinking about that i'm like just grab me a coke and just throw it back. <laughs> I know, dude. Uh, it's hard sometimes. Like, I got to sit down. I got to be disciplined about this. Um, take care of yourself. Yeah, take care of yourself. But I'm I'm thankful for um, that I'm able to function, you know, properly as well. Seriously. So I'm so thankful to be able to do that for movement and for um, just life in general, I think. Yes. So I'm very happy to be alive. Very happy to have such um amazing family and friends like that's such a gift um that I try not to take for granted um I would say that's really what I'm thankful for honestly yeah I agree family and friends I'm so thankful for and when I look at the last year um I'm also just really thankful that I'm not stagnant that I can be a dynamic person that has moving thoughts and is ever changing and and there's flexibility there. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful that I'm allowing myself to see that and be th- and be thankful for that and encourage thought and mm-hmm. challenge and dynamicness. I, I didn't used to be like that. And I'm still kind of creeping into the re- that and getting comfortable there. But I'm so grateful to have people like you and Connor and, you know, so many people in my life that encourage me to be a dynamic person and don't expect me to just fit a mold. And I'm like, can't express how freeing and grateful that makes me feel. And last year was a huge year for that, that first year of marriage and just being uh, so many things I heard about marriage that were, you know, good, bad in between. Um, It's, it's certainly not perfect, but I have felt encouraged to be me and be honest and not fit a mold in a way that I never thought was possible and I'm so grateful for that and so grateful to have people in my life to to emphasize that and make it mm. and and help me feel okay with the fact that I'm not uh going back to my default of thinking I need to be x y and z yeah oh I love that so much it's like surrounding yourself with people who understand that you know it's not it's you don't have to be static I think that you know you 
change is good and thinking about things and talking about things and being really honest and transparent about life and its mm-hmm. hardships and things um, that you want to work toward and things that are going on. It's like so special to have people that um, are there to listen to that and to accept and to just be there. Cause I feel like you do that for me too. So I hope so. Cause you, you do, do it for me. You do and, do that for me. You do do. do, 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 do. <laughs> I think do, the do. best way I can describe how I feel it, with you, with Connor, with so many important people in my life is that I don't, I don't feel like you want a show from me. You don't want me to be presenting as something to check your box. Uh, You'd be disappointed. Connor would be disappointed. Ned, you know, all of our Mm -hmm. close friends would be disappointed if that's how I showed up Mm -hmm. and you'd call me on my bullshit. And like, are you right? Yeah. And that's such a good thing because for so much of my life, I, whether people, I, I felt wanted me to give them a show or I felt I had to, and it wasn't, it didn't have anything to do with the other people in my life. Mm-hmm. I am just so grateful to have landed in a spot where I have people that don't allow me to default back to trying to present perfectly because it's so natural for me to try to present that way, mm-hmm. uh, or feel the pressure upon myself to. And like, Connor will literally not let me do that. He, he's just, he doesn't stand for the bullshit and like wants me to be honest and wants me to be present and mm. real. And I know you do too. And you know, it's just, it's just refreshing, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I love that. And I, 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 it's the same for me. Like I can just be my full self. Like there are days when like, I'm not feeling like, you know, it was like, we don't have to put on a show, which is so nice. It's just, it's exhausting to feel like you have to put on a show with other people. Like I already have to do that a lot with, with work or with, oh, yeah. um, part of work, honestly. Yeah. Part of life. And it's really yeah. nice to just take a break, go backstage. Yes. Seriously. Yeah, take off the, the mask. Down. Yeah. Take the mask, the clown mask. Off. Seriously. And you know, like it, I don't, I used to think it was a bad thing to be wearing masks sometimes, but I think that's kind of part of, like you said, part of life and in work, if we were all completely candid all the time, nobody would go to work because like, yeah, except right. like occasionally, you know, because we feel it occasionally, but a lot of times you're not in the mood to be working or mm-hmm. to be talking about whatever your job entails. But that's what a job is. You go in and and you're there to do your job. And so that's part of it is just putting on the mask of I'm here to want to do this. And I don't think that's bad, but we, it's so good to have times where you can just actually take it off and be like, yeah. And just be your real self and then know that like the people that are in that space are going to accept me for that. Cause not everybody has that I've come to find or not everybody feels comfortable you know, letting the guard down. And I've been through seasons where, you know, I have to felt, I felt like I've had to put on a show for the whole time. And it's just such a relief. And I'm so grateful that I don't have to do that with you. And I don't have to do that with Connor. And I don't have to do that with Ned and don't have to do that with a lot of my close friends, which is such a relief, such a relief. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a sigh of relief for sure. And, and one that leads me to think about one thing I know we're both grateful for, which is this podcast and the fact that we get to do it. Because this is one of the ways that we're exercising that we're getting to come here and be honest with you guys. I mean, it it's refreshing and I, it's interesting that we don't know who's listening out there, but I'm so grateful that you are if you are, because it's allowed me and Jackie a space to come and, and exercise just that. Put the mask aside, talk about what matters to us, yeah. talk about things that, as we say, are sometimes awkward, sometimes funny, sometimes messy. You know, it is... It is all over the charts, mm-hmm. but we get to be 
good-ish and, you know, kind of throw that in there. But it's true. Like we don't have to expect ourselves to be perfect and we're both perfectionists in a lot of ways. So there's a lot of pressure we put on ourselves. So this has been such a nice place to step back and kind of rid ourselves of that and practice authenticity. Oh, it's so nice. It's been so great to have this outlet. It's just been huge. And to just talk about real life shit and be be honest about things and be and have hard conversations, but to also have fun, like you're saying. And yeah, I, I, I don't know about you, Jackie, but for me, it's really helped me also work through th- some things that were in my head mm-hmm. that I was exploring about the world, about what I believe, about so many things, like big, big Q questions and help me kind of make them a little bit less scary to approach because those big questions have so many minor questions underneath them. And as we've talked about all these different topics, whether it be funny stories or serious things or Thanksgiving, you know, it's, it's helping me Mm -hmm. kind of find myself and find where I stand and what I believe a little bit more, which has been so helpful too. I completely agree with you. It reinforces what I've been feeling or if I'm shaky on a subject or a, or a topic and I just work out what's going on in my head and to be able to articulate that to you and really put the puzzle together and go, oh, I didn't know it was going to turn into this picture. I feel this way about this. I feel strongly about this. And I feel okay to say that um, publicly. Ooh, that's huge because that's always been the hardest thing for me trying to present myself a certain way to people a lot of times to avoid confrontation or rejection, mm-hmm. um, which we've talked about. Ad, I've talked about ad nauseum on this podcast. So kind of putting that fear of mine out there, calling it out and saying, <clears throat> I act this way because I fear rejection mm-hmm. and I fear um, people's disapproval so much. Mm-hmm. It really makes it tangible to be like, that's a stupid reason to not be honest or not present with how you think or how you believe. And so this has given me a lot of courage to, to just step out and be, be frank and and publicly be honest about how I feel, which has honestly been really hard for me to do in my life. So it's therapeutic. It really is. It's talking about the stuff, doing the stuff. Um, yeah, facing fears and doing things you didn't think you could do. And, all the while, just trying to be good people. Amen. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess what I want to leave you, like my carry out, I'm going to actually carry out something and throw it at you guys, is if you are in a similar boat as I was when I started this podcast, or honestly, I think any time in life, there's always questions floating around in our head mm-hmm. that either we don't feel we have the time to work out or people are going to reject us if we say it, or there's just so many things that keep us put a wall up and keep us from letting those questions out, uh, or just discussing things that you care to talk about. I uh, just want to encourage you to try it out, find somebody, talk about things that are important to you and explore because it is such a relief and I can attest. Yes. Yes. I, I echo that sentiment. If you want to talk about something and Maybe you don't, you know, maybe you have a bunch of questions that are flying around. It's like, this is a safe space. If you have a a topic or a subject that you want us to talk about or cover like in the new year or things that are just on your mind that, you know, might be fun for us to address at some point. uh, Yeah, don't hesitate to reach out because this is the space for that. And, you know, you don't even have to say that it's, you know, you that you said this. We can totally, you know, anonymous uh, and just 
you know, because it might help uh, something that maybe we have a question about or are thinking about and pondering and aren't ready to talk about yet. And that might spur that on. So just really, yeah, really interesting. So, hmm. yes, I agree. Um, so thank you guys for letting us do this. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. we're choosing to do it, but thank you for listening and we're really grateful. That's, that's really all. Thankful for, for you guys. Thankful for this podcast. Thankful for you guys this Thanksgiving. We'll certainly be thinking about that as I eat all the tryptophan <laughs> and then take a nap. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. You know, eat that good food. Good, good. Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and a happy Thanksgiving. Um, yes. I guess this will release on Thanksgiving. That's so. true. Um, gobble, gobble. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did you hear that? Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God, that scared the shit out of me. Okay. Oh, geez. I don't know if y'all heard that, but literally one of the dogs, like right as I said that, like it was probably Griswold, my Dalmatian jumped up on our door, banged it, and my heart skipped a beat and I just screamed. So I like to think of the visual. To you. I like to think of the visual that there's a little mini trampoline out there and that Wuxtree double bounced Eddie into the door. I <laughs> hope that he did because <laughs> he absolutely deserves it. He's being a little he turd. Eddie needs it. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> spooky season. Happy Thanksgiving. We love you guys. Catch you on the flippity flop. Bye.